1: Bigfoot Collectors Club, Listener Files. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club. It's a Listener Files episode. This is the episode where we read your spooky stories and tales of Hi, Strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host...
2: Bryce Johnson.
1: And our trustee producer... Riley Bray. And last week's guest is back this week, ladies and gentlemen, the talented actor... (laughs) Writer, podcaster, comedian, godmother of Bigfoot Collectors Club. She's the one who brought us all together in the first place. Praise. Ladies and gentlemen... (laughs) The inimitable... Jen... Kirkman, Kirkman, ah, thank you guys.
0: I can't. So I'm the first three time guest. Wait, no one's going to catch up with that. No. Ooh. Well, Ke-
1: technically, Kevin Kirkpatrick has been on multiple episodes of the Listener Files, oh, but you're okay. the first guest to have recurred on a main episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, hearing that voice, that was David Keith at the beginning. W. Dave Keith. Uh, I want to wish his podcast taco the town a very special happy birthday he's been doing it for a year now So oh, right Dave, shout great. out happy birthday come back and visit us on the show sometime very soon he was there for the very first L5 yeah, episode that's which right. is why we have that intro all right guys let's get in right let's just jump right into your emails and uh, i want to thank you guys for your patience uh, it's been a couple months since we've done one of these uh we love it and here we go this is from a gentleman named wayne Hello, Wayne. Sorry, jumped (laughs) on. Just wanted to say hi to Wayne. Hi, Wayne. (laughs) Mm. Hi, Wayne. I'm sorry. I'm not taking it out on you. (laughs) Hey, guys. This story was told to me by my parents from around 1993 1994. Ever since we were kids, my parents have gone on long drives around Cape Breton. Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What is? Oh, Mike was like.
2: (laughs) Mike was like pointing to Riley's like sound machines like, Riley, (laughs) if you wouldn't mind. If you wouldn't mind.
1: Oh, boy. Ever since we were kids, my parents have gone on long drives around Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Sure. Is that NS? Yeah, it's in Canada. No, but it says NS, capital N. As in Nova, capital S is in Scotia. Sure.
0: North (laughs) Dakota.
2: Yeah, North Dakota.
0: That's
2: an ancient Native American Indian tribe.
1: North Carolina. Um, Either okay, so let's say this is Nova Scotia. Okay. Either with us or on their own. Now, one night, the two of them left the house around 8 p.m. for a drive around Mira Albert Bridge area. Mm. After driving around for hours. They turned onto Trout Brook Road, which was a hilly, winding, gravel country road back then, now paved with more homes and traffic there today. At this point, it's dark out when they were driving down the road for a few minutes with the high beams on. Up ahead, my father could see lights over the hill, so he turned off his brights and slowed down. Upon cresting the hill, they were enveloped by light. The light was bright, but it didn't hurt their eyes. My father slammed on the brakes because he couldn't see the road ahead. After a few moments, the lights started moving towards them. They knew something wasn't right and began backing up. He tried to do a three-point turn on the road, but it was narrow. And in his haste, he couldn't judge the distances correctly and had to adjust again to get the car turned around. Wayne, sidebar, you're really good at describing driving in this. (laughs) Cresting the hill... Uh, the road was narrow and his haste he didn't judge the distances correctly you're really this is good you just google driving adjectives good job I'm not teasing you Wayne I'm actually no one ever you could write a letter
0: (laughs) you could write a letter like this if you wanted to if I
1: wanted to yeah (laughs) Wayne they're joking around but I'm serious this is really good as this was happening the lights (laughs) as this was happening the lights were still moving towards the car and began to float over the top of it The lights, the lights, the lights hovered over the car until my father started to drive away. Okay, that's... That's crazy. The object continued to follow them for a few hundred meters until it blasted over their car, landing in front of the car, and again, my father had to slam on the brakes. At this... God, this thing's just toying with them. At this point, both of my parents are in hysterics. When the object starts moving towards the car again... Mm. In a moment of, we need to get the hell out of here, my father floored it towards the lights. Just as they thought they were going to either go under it or hit the object, it took off vertically into the sky and was gone. Yeah.
2: So they remember.
1: They were noticeably shaken for some time after this and haven't done any night drives in that area since. (laughs)
2: Whoa. You know how I feel about night drives, son. This I ain't doing it.
1: That guy played chicken with a UFO. Yeah, isn't that's
2: that crazy? That would Whoa. make that's me want to go story. on night
0: drives every yeah. minute of my life after that. Totally,
2: I know. We are
1: only driving at night now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> In yeah. Nova
0: Scotia. <clears throat> Find out where that is.
2: That really is a crazy story because, I mean, that's like, you know, a UFO, like, totally toying with them in the middle of nowhere.
0: It brought up one of the phenomenons about UFOs that I'd forgotten, the vertical dismount back yeah, up into the sky.
1: sure. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You know what's strange though is that um I don't know, they um they might have experienced some he doesn't say anything about missing time. It seems they narrowly escaped the UFO, but you know how I always feel about these things. Go get regressed, you were taken.
0: <laughs>
3: you love missing time Go see
1: him It is, uh, it is Nova Scotia, just googled yeah. Oh good,
2: okay That reminds me of the uh, So we did a story on the uh, Topanga Canyon UFO
1: flap. Oh yeah, we were all supposed to go out to dinner in Malibu yeah. On the anniversary of that on June 29th But we were all out of town so there, That was my favorite episode
2: Yeah, it was crazy It so didn't there was happen,
1: like a, maybe next summer
2: To, to where That'd one guy even recounted his car being lifted up Off of the, off of the road And uh and, and directed by a light beam, which is totally crazy. And this is, isn't just one car experiencing this. There was a multitude, about a, a, like half a dozen or so, experienced it during driving through the Topanga Canyons.
0: Did you say it was June 29th?
2: Yeah.
1: I that was so. the
0: day I recorded the ghost podcast, or the day it what? came out.
1: What? I think, I think it is June 29th, 1992, 93 Something like that. Oh, I thought I... it was the 70s. Mm, mm. That's just because everything feels 70s and Yeah, that's right. Because <clears throat> I was just
0: picturing like what kind of outfits yeah, they must have it, had on. I don't
1: think it was the 70s. It no, because the they 90s. were coming
2: from Gladstones. Uh, yeah. the, the, um, oh, okay.
1: We need to go do that. That would be crazy. Yeah, totally. Okay, hmm. Br- Bryce, you got one for us?
2: Yeah, I do. This one should be called uh, "Fucking Bigfoot," but I guess I'm—you know—I I'm, totally gave that away. Uh, this is called <laughs> "Indiana Bigfoot Siding," and it was sent to us by Noel
1: No, 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 just the first name. Beep it out.
2: Just- oh well, his Gmail can be found at no, 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 <laughs> oh. no, 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 no. Okay, just that the first name. <laughs> uh, so this is from Noah. Hey guys, love the show. My family has always been interested in the paranormal. We all used to be involved in the Southern Indiana Paranormal Investigators Group, and not to mention my sister is clairvoyant. I'll just let that sit for a second. That's a whole other story. I have tons of experiences from UFOs to ghosts to exorcism and hellhounds. I have witnessed... all the phone.
1: Yes. Hellhounds? Hellhounds, yeah. Multiple experiences with hellhounds? <laughs> tons of experiences. Is that just a local biker gang? <laughs>
2: I have witnesses to most and even a couple of photos. Anyways, this experience was in a small Indiana town Noah, called... Noah, send
1: the photos.
2: I know. Some people do send photos, and I've, I've perused a few of them. Um, my experience, this experience was in a small Indiana town called Whitehall about six years ago, which just so happens to border the Monroe County Forest, which is a location that the TV show Bigfoot Hunters had captured what was thought to be Bigfoot Calls. So it was about 2 a.m., Coming back from the movie theater, I was in the back seat, half asleep with my GF. Uh, stands for girlfriend. Oh, like my dad firmly believes in all things paranormal. <laughs> Sounds like we'd get along well. <laughs> Bryce, is Sorry. this a letter from your son for
1: the future? <laughs>
2: oh, boy. Uh, <clears throat> my dad firmly believes in all things paranormal encrypted. My mom, on the other hand, rolls her eyes at him and it says... Is. <laughs> it is, it is, <laughs> uh, My mom, on the other hand, rolls her eyes at him and says, I'll believe it when I see it. As we're driving down the road, I rest my head on the back of the passenger seat. My girlfriend is laying down fast asleep. Just as I close my eyes, my dad slams on the brakes, near breaking my neck. My dad yells out, excuse the profanity, Holy fucking shit, what the fuck was that? Meanwhile, I'm still kind of asleep, and I hear my mom say with a trembling voice, I I don't know, Bill. Get us out of here now. (laughs) At that time, I was looking up. (laughs) There was nothing there but a huge shadow across the road. My dad, with excitement... (laughs) Sorry, Uh Uh... My dad was. No, with we're not laughing at you. I no, We're all we're it's enjoying actually really Well written
1: and I
0: like the performance. Oh, good, good. <laughs> it's
1: just fun. We're just being entertained.
2: My dad with excitement turns to us and slaps the steering wheel. That was a fucking Bigfoot.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I look at my mom and she's pale white, staring straight ahead. Whatever that was, it was about seven feet tall and covered in hair. Wow.
1: They That's asked a fucking Bigfoot.
2: If I saw it and I told him no. My dad said it cleared the road in three strides and stepped over a guardrail that led down a hill into the Monroe County Forest. To this day, my dad still wants to track it down, and my mom will never take that road again. Thank you for reading my story. I'll write in some more in the future.
1: Hellhounds, please. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow! Dude, so, guys, saw Bigfoot.
1: I love a good Road Runner Bigfoot. Yeah,
2: that's a road r- classic. roadrunner Bigfoot.
1: Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, the best. Mm-hmm.
2: With
0: a, yet another person who does not want to go down this road again. <laughs> <I know>.
2: again. <laughs> right.
0: Everyone in my life would be abandoned because every night I'd be sitting by that road waiting. Yeah,
2: I know. I'm with you. I'll go with
1: you. Also, good. <clears throat> another good driving story and well written. Yeah, I could really envision him cuddling with his girlfriend in the back seat. Yeah. Nice. She's asleep a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was she her role okay? in this? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> was she not in the car? Because <laughs> Why
1: are you guys being Why so loud? Did she lie? wake up? On drugs? <laughs> maybe. 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 Yeah. That was oh. great. Thank you, Noah. Yeah. Thank you, Noah. Appreciate that one.
0: The Hellhounds, I feel like when you start with that, like <laughs> I have to really try hard to maintain my sense of your credibility. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> hellhounds I know. are weird. It's yeah. a weird one. That is, hey, I don't think I believe in
1: them. The guys have seen a lot. I need to hear more about the Hellhounds. Yeah. To make it judgment but i believe this bigfoot story mhm i believe it I'm a mom saw it mom saw it i want to know if she is a believer after yeah. seeing now
2: why can't that happen for me and my wife and turn my wife into a believer you got to
1: drive around be... indiana dude uh that's what i
0: got to do maybe it will happen that's
2: yeah maybe never say never as if she hasn't experienced strange enough things with me <laughs>
1: <clears throat> just leave it at that Please. jen <laughs> Uh, Don, please write, write into the podcast yeah. about your strange experiences with Bryce. Oh, boy.
0: Now, I would like to get your advice before I read this, because she sort of gives away the thing before she tells the story, and I feel like... Don't I should, give it away. I feel I should... Just say okay. it's Any an email writing. from oh, first we name. Oh, read it, yeah. Okay.
1: Say so it's an email from first name.
0: This is an email from Heidi, and then...
1: Okay. Yeah. No spoilers.
0: Hello, BCC crew. I'm so excited to be listening to your podcast. I have been getting into some more paranormal things lately, and as I think about past experiences, I realize how many odd things have happened to me. One of my most confirmable stories includes my sister. We were out shopping on Black Friday in our local mall, a very common place for us to bump into our friend, and sure enough, he was there, and he chatted with us for a few minutes, then left without giving us hugs. This struck us both as odd (laughs) because he was a big hugger. And it was strange that he left without hugging goodbye.
1: Well, we're living in difficult times, Heidi. I just want to (laughs) say...
0: A lot man, of people are we're
1: we're men. We're a little. Uh, we're we're being very self aware for the first time in <laughs> history. So, how I,
0: dare you turn this? I know paranormal story to some weird Michael reaction to me too. Of, I don't know if I can. I hug a friend you, but anymore.
1: don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> There's some
0: tough times for us men folk yeah. over here. Bad enough,
1: is. I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> God, I got these hellhounds banging down my door. <laughs> I
2: can't hug a woman no more. You know what I've noticed about our podcast is like, whenever we do high stranger stories, it's like serious as hell. Like, and then, but then we get to our listener emails, we're just like, uh, oh boy,
1: this is a chance for us to cut loose. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I really am like laughing for no reason. I know, I'm, like, I'm, I'm giddy high or something. I'm giddy too. Um, giddy is a good word. <clears throat> we know it was Black Friday as we didn't go shopping often. And it was a big event for us. Also, it was back in the day when malls were sensible and closed on Thanksgiving.
1: And you could still hug a woman.
0: Exactly. So that's why it, it was weird. weird. It yes. is now. Weird. It's weird. Yeah. The weekend went by, and we went to school on Monday, and we were told that our friend had died on Thanksgiving Day. What?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, oh, also, oh, sorry.
0: They were they were fifteen or sixteen. It says it earlier in the email, but if I'd read that whole sentence it would have given it away Mm. I didn't believe it because we had seen him at the mall on Black Friday it took us it took us a while to truly believe it because we had seen him I found his obituary and confirmed he passed away on Thanksgiving Day I wish I remembered what he talked to us about my sister remembers seeing him as well I always felt like he was a guardian of some sort for me Thank you for reading this. I will send more stories, including a silly tale about a fiction alien autopsy video that my sister, cousin, and I made as an 11-and-a-half-year-old. Oh, please do. Yeah. And
1: send the video as well. But now I'm
0: like, wait a minute, <clears throat> a wait a minute.
1: a crazy story. Okay.
0: I need more details. Like, in other words, and it's not, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with th- that he's a ghost. But what did he die of? What was right. his name? I just, I like to be filled right. in a little mm-hmm. bit more. Right. Um, did you tell anyone in his family this story? Were they comforted by it? Were they angry about it?
2: Right, yeah. Um,
0: because I once had a dream, a very crazy detailed dream about my ex-husband's dad coming to me. And I told him everything and he was then told his mother and I had confirmed details I wouldn't have known about certain things. And my husband was mad at me because he felt I had usurped his oh, experience. Oh, and he had died. The dad had died. Yeah, because his, I remember he was so sad about it. And I said, I know you don't really believe in like ghosts or spirits or whatever. I really wish he could come to you and tell you he's okay. And he said, I I, stop talking about that stuff. And I said, well, I'm going to say a prayer that he somehow, I'm going to pray to him and tell him to. (laughs) That that was Riley. That
1: was me. That was the sound (laughs) of prayer. And I
0: said, (laughs) and I'm going to tell him, and not that I'm some big prayer person, but I think it's fine to like acknowledge the dead and I said if there's a way that you're around and you can let this guy you know I don't want to say his name yeah. let him know that you're okay and then I had a crazy involved dream that night blah 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 wow. and I said all this stuff and it, he told me like his favorite bible passage I mean it was just like Whoa. details 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 he was talking about he said some words in Latin that we then confirmed were... I mean, it was like a whole thing. Whoa. That's crazy. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. <clears throat> and then they were him and his mom were kind of mad at me. They were like, well, if you hadn't prayed <laughs> for him, t- he came to you instead. And I was like, well, well, I said for him to come to you guys, but you're not yeah. open. And you yeah.
1: delivered the right. message, and you're right. It sounds like they were not open to that experience. They were not open.
0: So I'm wondering if this girl maybe, you know, wouldn't you go to the family of this kid and say we saw him at the mall like he's fine yeah let
1: us know let us know heidi and i like her
0: detail if she didn't hug him like that's how she knew maybe he was a ghost is like that's kind of the detail yeah that 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 confirms it was a spirit hug
1: because if he had he would have just passed through that's what
0: i'm wondering that's
1: what i'm wondering but do you
0: think or Mm. do you think that's not true that ghosts could actually take a physical
1: form they might
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any stories of that, really, though.
1: Yoda's tan- Yoda's Force spirit's tangible in the Last Jedi. Well, that settles it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because some people say, like, I felt a hand on me or something. So I don't. Yeah. I yeah. just definitely... I would like some more information. I'll give her my own personal email. Right. You could Just write me. Wow,
3: yeah. that is a um, wild story, though.
1: Do you want me to try this while you're reading?
3: Yeah. See here, here. Try, oh, try not this, fair. Try this little space Fun. Box. Okay, no just I push. Admit.
1: Just push buttons. Okay. Cool. It's,
3: it's, that looks fun. It doesn't require a totally. Goodbye, score, everybody. Like. Uh, <laughs> I took a picture of
0: it. What Wait, will push? you hold it up a little bit?
1: That's pretty good. Look at him go. Okay, cool. All Let's right. do this. You got one, Riley?
3: I got one. Uh, this is from Manuel. It's titled Medusa. Just a thought. The other day, I was listening while the three of you were playing a game as to whether or not each of you believed in certain things. Medusa came up, and an emphatic no was the response. <laughs> now, being that mini-myths do stem out of a real thing, but get altered with each telling of the story like a game of Operator, I was wondering if Medusa could have been real at one time. Perhaps she was a hermit type of person who didn't bathe and developed a bad case of dreadlocks, which naturally happens when not washing. I love this email. <laughs> Nowadays, it's a form of controlled matting. This person knows a lot about dreadlocks. Uh, So what if she was this filthy smelling of rot hermit and thief and her hair resembled snakes? And maybe if you looked at her, you just kind of froze in disgust. People would say, man, you just turned into stone looking at her. I could easily see where the story of a person like this could get blown out of proportion quickly. Thoughts? (laughs) Uh, I love that email.
2: You're on to something, Manuel. I know,
1: Manuel. Manuel works with me a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, a props master. <laughs> I just want to say that it, he's a rad that. dude.
2: It wasn't me who said no to the believer bullshit. I mean, I, I would have been on no, the believer. No, you
1: were it. the one who said you believed it, yeah. and then we laughed at you. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Isn't Medusa just Greek mythology? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So She's... what do you mean? You don't believe in a fictional character?
1: Well, that Medusa was a real creature. Oh, it was no. We were, we were teasing him oh. because he started to believe everything, and then I started throwing out other fiction, oh, clearly it. fictional mm. creatures. But I mean, Manuel brings up a good point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that we could probably find someone smarter than us that knows where the roots of the Medusa myth comes from. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd have to
2: brush up on my Greek mythology. But yeah, no, I, I, I know what you're saying. Is uh, can these stories be taking Uh, be taken literally, or are they metaphorical or uh, figurative? And, you know, it brings up a great question. I mean, um, you know, when Plato discussed Atlantis, he wasn't talking about it as if it was some um, metaphorical or figurative place. He was literally speaking of a lost city um, that suffered a cataclysmic ending. Or a uh, continent, wasn't it? A lost continent. And uh, not only just a continent, but a civilization of, of higher intelligent beings uh, that were part of that continent, uh, that perhaps some of the elder priests fled and survived the um, deluge and, you know, sort of moved into the deserts of Egypt, taking over some of their lost arts mystery schools.
1: Well, and I think, too, <clears throat> it's possible that some Sasquatch sightings back in the day, Bigfoot sightings, it could have just been some dudes that were living off the grid going wild and just being wild like, mountain men. Yeah, well, you know, that that
2: is part of the lore, uh, too, of Native American uh, shamanism. They would send one of their elders in order to become an official shaman of the of the of the indigenous tribe, they would have to be sent out into the woods um and not allowed to return for almost seven to ten years. Whoa. So within that time they would become they would get to know the land, they would get to know the herbs and medicines and and uh most of the time some of these shamans didn't come back, you know. Um probably you're eaten by a bear, but uh but the ones that did, they came back and they said that they looked like wild men or wild hairy men, and they were stronger and they were hairy and they knew of all the plants and animals in the in uh, in the in the, uh, in the forests and they talked
1: like this <laughs> and their voice changed <laughs> and they
2: grew two feet uh, well it's <clears throat> kind
0: of like Bible stuff too like you don't have to throw the whole thing out like these people never lived it's like right. if there was mm-hmm. the historical figure of a jesus which I've read about which there was many jesus'es like uh, there are a lot of people doing you know like we've we've boiled down like Martin Luther King, the leader of the civil rights movement, but there was thousands of people part of it. So there was many Jesus types who were trying to explain to people that God Prophets is not... The, avatars. The, the, yeah, sure. God is not the government and we have a connection and whatevs. So it's like you can take a story like Healing the Sick the blind, the lepers, into like maybe reducing their shame. Like I'm healed. Like I'm still sick, but mm-hmm. I see myself differently. I feel you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like that never even happened. It's like right. calm down. It could be like yeah. the, these this stories guy are dreadlocks. inspired
1: yeah, by a, real...
3: It's I, a dirty hippie, you know? Yeah. Just
1: a dirty hippie <laughs> movement. hung out with criminals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I, I often sometimes wonder if maybe the seas the red seas did part. You know, maybe, maybe Moses did have some magical power that he was akin to that could, uh, through his staff, part the Red Seas. And, uh, you know, I I often wonder, like, you know, how often did magical and miraculous things take place literally back then that really just don't, like, happen nowadays? Or that we're really just not aware of? I mean, because obviously these stories that we read and we hear about, you know, shit's going down all the time that well, can't be explained
0: didn't by, have Instagram.
1: Moses yeah. is a good example because— <laughs> He was supposed to be around two thousand years, two to three thousand years before Christ. Right. And we're living two thousand years post Christ. Mm-hmm. So there was just as much time difference between Moses and Christ as there is Christ and us. And I Mind think blown. and I think Moses was probably a very good example of someone who was I mean, we have no historical record that a man named Moses actually lived. No historical record. Mm -hmm. It's all oral and stories written down in the Bible, the Old Testament, the Torah. Uh, So I wonder if Moses was kind of like a Hebrew Hercules or a Superman figure Mm. that was mythological, but was taken to be, um, at least today, as somebody who literally existed. And it makes me wonder if... 2,000 years from now... People will wonder if Superman actually existed. <laughs> you know what I mean? If there was a real Clark Kent, if there was a real Peter Parker who was Spider Man. That'd
0: be amazing. You know what I
1: mean? That there will be debates <laughs> about whether or not there was a Bruce Wayne who dressed like a giant bat. <clears throat> and it's not to minimize. Uh, I was going to say, religion. if world
2: wars <clears throat> take place over the, the existence of Clark Kent, and you're right, then like as history goes, to...
0: <laughs> and all that's left is like the stories that yeah. are actually just stories, right? And why would they know if it's real or not?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and listen, uh, you know that's not to minimize anyone's religious course, beliefs or not, course. but but uh, it's fun to think. About. It's fun to think about, and it's fun to think about the fact because you know it seems to reason that the stories of Moses originated originated around the time a lot of the same uh, as the Greek myths mm-hmm. as well. There was this sort of age of heroes that took place where there is like Gilgamesh, who's one of the original um, fictional heroes. That these are old, old, iconic. Basically superhero figures that existed mm-hmm. thousands, thousands of years ago and became the founding figures, literally well, yeah, of, they're, they're rooted in of history. mythology and theology for certain populations in, in across the world. But yeah. fun to think about.
2: We'll have to just head to the internet also, for answers.
1: I did a pretty good job on that fun soundboard. Anyway, here we yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You <He clears> really did. <throat> 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 All right. This one is from Jimmy. So hi, Jimmy. This is an odd story that you guys might appreciate. In the winter of 2008, our family dog, Cody, that shared uh, sh- uh, that shared a great life with us for 15 years, died. The vet suggested cremation, but my mother, for some reason, decided against that as she wanted him to be buried in our lakefront property. The thing is, however, is that we live in Michigan, and the ground is awfully frozen in late February. I went to school, high school in Michigan, and this is very, very true. Mm. This obstacle meant uh, preserving Cody's remains in a makeshift morgue in my father's garage. It's not (laughs) like we kept the coffin next to the DiGiorno pizzas or anything. I mean, yeah, calm down. (laughs) But it was kind of odd, nonetheless, to have what I now refer to as the pupsicle hanging out in our garage (laughs) freezer until the ground (laughs) thawed. (laughs) My mom is very spiritual, and while sitting in her van one night after work, She was praying and reflecting on Cody's life, sending out vibes and apologies because she felt she had feelings of guilt. She thought that maybe our dog hadn't felt love towards the end because there were moments of frustration such as Cody experiencing incontinence and messing on the rug and such. And during this prayer and reflection, the interior lights in her van began flickering. She was convinced that it was some kind of sign. I thought she was a little kooky and didn't think much of it, until about a week later, mm-hmm. I was sitting in my room on the phone with my girlfriend, and the topic of Cody had come Ooh. up in the conversation. Is that the sound of a girlfriend? No, it's just Ooh. me like, oh, I they... that was you. I thought Bryce did <laughs> the electronic sounds, and you did the sound of a girlfriend, <laughs> I and like, a girlfriend sounds like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe they were to- like saying cute you know, stuff. Cute together. stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'd like to imagine that they were. Calm
1: you. down
0: so, oh, you. <laughs> I say phone sucks I just said maybe like I like you
1: <laughs> As we were discussing the dog I looked into the hallway And our two bulb uh, Our two bulb stairway hanging lights Suddenly one bulb Made a pop noise and burn out So I thought I exclaimed whoa that's weird Right when I looked at the light One of them burn out Quick fact about the lights. There is no dimmer and only two switches control an on-off response. One switch at the top of the stairs and one at the bottom of the stairs. After a few moments, one bulb flickered and came back on. I thought this would be very odd, and I remembered my mom's story about Cody and the lights flickering. I decided to do a little experiment and asked Cody to turn off the light. After asking, the same bulb flickered out while the other bulb remained lit. I became excited and began commanding Cody to turn the light on and off in different time intervals. I'd wait 30 seconds, 2 minutes, etc. to make sure that this was actually happening when I spoke the commands. It was so bizarre. I got my brother and showed him and he was dumbfounded and a little freaked out. He eventually became so creeped out that he hit the switch and turned the lights off. Warm weather came and eventually we laid Cody to rest after the ground thawed. I was never able to replicate the light event again, but months later, I told the story to a group of friends on my platoon boat. Oh, it's so Michigan. So Michigan to be on your pontoon. Love it. At the end of the story, the boat's navigational and exterior lights flickered for a few minutes, Ah! really freaking out some of my friends. I just laughed and shrugged it off, but was it a sign? Was it my dead dog? Or just a coincidence? I am to this day not really sure, but I hope you enjoyed another weird dog story. P.S. Try not to make fun of my poor grammar and spelling errors on the podcast. <laughs> not at all, that was great, yeah, and we only good. make fun of Bryce. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll try to get you some more stories soon, Jimmy. Cool. Thank you, man. That was a great story. Yeah, you wow. know, sad. I'm sorry for
0: you know what they say. He said, "Maybe it's a coincidence." The word is coincidence. Oh, it is very purposeful Ooh. when things come together like that. There Ooh.
2: are no coincidences. Exactly. Wow! It Fantastic.
0: brings into question. I don't know if you talked about it on the show before. Like, do animals have souls? Mm. I th-
2: of course. Yeah. I mean, you they cannot do. look into the eyes of a living creature, <clears throat> whether big nor small, and not help but to wonder that there is a entity there there is a soul inside that being oh, and
1: I, as a dog owner a dog parent i would like to say or a dog
0: that's right you don't I own him.
1: own. i don't own these guys <clears throat> um caretaker they got souls yeah
0: my dead cat from childhood and i never wanted another cat again cuz it's too painful mittens i believe mittens had a soul because or just an em- almost like an empathy or something but mm-hmm. i went and saw a uh, a psychic in new orleans when i was in my early 20s like just i didn't even mean to go it was mm-hmm. part of a road trip for work oh
1: one of those accidental psychic <laughs> whoops
0: well we were in some shop and they were like anyone want a reading and this yeah. girl was like child get over here there is a cat that wants to talk to you what wow. really <clears throat> and i went over and she was like "It's black and white blah 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 she's like that cat is a, this but that cat's a garden angel
2: wow. so my
0: sister always now continues to get black and white cats and names them mittens Aww. so she has a new one right now and it's like my soulmate. Oh, i mean i visited a few times a year and she just stares at me and just sits on me she's like it's the reincarnation of our childhood cat mittens i'm like i don't think you come back twice as the same kind of cat <laughs> but it's i'm just putting a lot of energy into this yeah. cat. yeah it's it's, it's a friend that's cute yeah that's
2: an, that's crazy i mean and you know i'll go one step further what about what about insects what about bugs
0: fuck them
1: uh, you know, they say? I, <laughs> I heard something recently that fish aren't really sentient; that they are just kind of like swimming nervous systems, but they're not because well, they
2: don't have a central nervous system. Hello, yeah, yeah, you ever whatever.
1: listen to
0: Nirvana? It's it, okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. It's yeah, a lyric.
1: Mm. That's like, damn, girl. I'm sorry, <laughs> <The mic laughs> Mike. Yeah, Mike Swing. Uh, so I don't know bugs. I don't know.
2: I can't help but to see. I don't. I don't like kill bugs in my house in fact i don't either and and, and i'm I'm always like dad whenever i hear that or or my wife screams i know what i have to do and it's usually like rescue a spider or i take the spiders
1: outside yeah and i let them go yeah i
0: don't really i'm on the fourth floor of like a condo so i don't really see any bugs but if there's a spider i usually it's a
1: spider man because you live on the fourth floor i
0: usually just let it go if they're small because i'm like whatever i don't even care yeah but only time i do kill them is because they it's like a mosquito, like they will bite you. But if it's a big spider, that I would freak out. But I mean, like if you lived in Australia and saw like those big ass things. Dude, they got in Central, I would Central California they got gun.
1: tarantulas. They used to what? see tarantulas all the time. Where? A dog would catch them Where? and try Where? To eat them. In Paso Robles. Party I don't... barn. But the party barn.
0: Oh my god, that's so scary. Yeah.
1: There was there were tarantulas at the party but barn. But see if bugs they, have they, souls. They were cute. They were cute.
0: If bugs have souls, that puts a really scary twist on this these years that i lived in shitty apartments that were like overrun with cockroaches it's like i knew they were out to get me and if they have souls now mm. i know
1: yeah or like when you're a kid and you would step on ants for fun and right. uh, you're just like you're you've committed mass genocide well it begs the question you know where where, where where
2: where's the mm-hmm. dividing line you know what i mean i mean you Let's can be- eat-
1: <laughs> God damn it! I eat meat too, so this I, can't, I was just gonna I say. It's hard to, I don't to, have a leg to stand. On. I only eat fish and mostly um, plants. Yeah, no, you know what? Too. Plants have souls too, motherfucker. Well, that's so what don't that's, kid yeah. Yourself. But they yeah.
0: want to be. They want us to eat them.
2: Well, it makes you it makes you kind of <clears> rethink what the spent? word uh, soul or spirit is, right? Because I would say that like trees have a spirit or yeah, like an do. energy to them, you know. But would I necessitate that it's an actual like soul of a being? I mean, I don't know, you know. Um, Terrence McKenna used to think that you know he used to say you know and even um, you know shamans of those old uh, rainforest cultures they say no the plants each plant has a spirit and they talk to us you know um, when we go into those altered states of conscious not only do they talk to us but they have messages to bring us and information to give us um, so well yeah. it makes
0: sense that so much food is healing and so <clears throat> many plants are used in medicine I feel we we're actually supposed to source from them for our yeah for our growth.
1: Yeah, and I like cheeseburgers. Oh, okay, thanks, Bryce, yeah. you got one.
2: Um, I I I do, but I think, like you pointed out, it's more more commentary. But uh, I I think uh, her story was a little long. But I I, I remember I grabbed this part because what I was looking for when I was combing through these emails is I was going through these emails a, a while ago and I found something that related to your kind of uh, window alien story, um, and I was looking for it. I don't know if I found what I was looking for but anyway so I pulled this from Molly and this was more of part of after she told her story she said I wanted to share a little tidbit that the alien looking thing in the window experience reminded me of when I was a kid the way my bedroom was laid out was that there was two beds built into the wall head to head under a sloped ceiling with a shelf in between them so I slept on the bed that faced the door obvi (laughs) Which meant there was a raised shelf area in between my head and the window, which looked over the garage. It was only one story, which meant that I, for some reason, was totally sure that at night, when I was going to sleep, there were aliens standing on the roof of the garage looking through my window. I remember being absolutely terrified and just trying my hardest to breathe shallowly and just not move because they couldn't see my head behind the shelf and maybe they wouldn't know I was there if I just didn't move. I was seriously so fucking scared of it. Every night, which my parents, and eventually I, believed was because I watched Unsolved Mysteries too young. <laughs> I and love I, I'm with you, Molly. And the idea of aliens abducting me was just the scariest shit in the whole fucking world. Still <laughs> is, won't lie. Anyway... In order to combat my irrational fear, the dog started to sleep in my bed at night, and it totally stopped it. For some reason, having the dog, a hound named Mo, sleep with me in my bed meant to me that I would either be alerted, protected, or just not fucked with. (laughs) So, hearing that story of a dog alerting that there was an alien looking in the window was literally... My worst fear as a child coming true. <laughs> oh. Chills. Thanks again for the listen, Molly. Nice. A hound
0: well, named Mo. A
1: how yeah. Name top, Mo.
0: Racing up to the top of the
1: country yeah. charts. <laughs> you know, that's funny BJ, because. <laughs> BJ and the. Uh, what was it? Shadow I felt bats. a little
2: uh, Casey Casey. Oh, yeah. BJ and the B- Shadow B- BJ and the Shadow Bats. <laughs> a how name Mo? Bryce's band. Uh, but that reminded wow. me of. Uh, Your story, and then my story when that thing looked in and in my window. I remember that I remember specifically going, not only couldn't I move, but like, try, like, don't move an inch, don't even blink your eyes so that it may not actually see you. You know what I mean? You have that feeling of like, I don't want to, like, Alert it my its presence my presence to it whatever.
1: God, remember how <clears> stressful <throat> it was trying to sleep as a kid, and you were just like, "Any minute now, there's a monster coming to I get know. me." You know. <laughs>
2: My brother was I in still town. have those feelings. You yeah. feel like
0: something's behind you.
2: Yeah. yeah. oh totally. Mm-hmm. My my little son, I, I it's so fun to watch him walk down a dark hallway cuz it's like the thing is literally on his back. It's like, you know. Like in the mornings you'll hear like stop 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 and then he's racing into our room and he's like a little out of breath. Where's my iPad? And He's just like but it's like the morning light is in and you're just like dude it's okay the lights it's it's light out bro. iPad? And then you're like it's in the kitchen He like can, can
3: you come get it with me? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yeah. I still do stuff like that. I get yeah. scared to go room to room in certain oh, houses. God.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, those, uh, so those things have a profound effect on us. You yeah, know? they do. My brother was in town, my older brother, Brendan, and, um, and we were talking and I was like, hey, you know, I was thinking back to that, that thing that I experienced when I was young. And I was like, didn't you say you saw something in our church one time? And, uh, cause I know he said he saw like, uh, this red like entity. And I, I thought I remember him describing it as a bull, like a red bull, but, uh, to like my surprise, from sap- the last unicorn, <clears throat> right? Totally from the last unicorn. Totally. It's are, the movies really are, uh, having a profound experience influence on us, but, uh, no, he was like, actually he's like, it it really was more of a, a a human figure, like a figuroid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what did, what did it look like? He's like, it was just red. It was like red so he
1: and saw it too.
2: He saw something yeah, something like similar voice. and uh you but then my brother's it. so pragmatic. He was like, you know, it could have easily been like a, one of the lights from the church is doing something and and then I'm like I'm like, You really believe that? And he's like he's like, Yeah, I don't know. He's like, listen, he's like, you know, you know what i always say you know is he's like our our you know our scientists are telling us through quantum and string theory that you know our our perception of our of our natural materialistic world is is literally melting away um before the analysis i mean it what we're finding is just that uh you know, things can pop into existence and pop out of existence. And it's only through our observation that can help materialize these objects, you know. And and he's like, so, I mean, there's a case to be made on the scientific basis that, you know, that uh, the unexplainable might just not be quite explained yet.
1: Got oh, it. yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, interesting
1: stuff. Jan, you got a story for us?
0: Oh yeah, there was one. Do uh, you, you want us to us. fix your
1: microphone?
2: It keeps traveling away from you.
0: Sure, I don't know how to do it. There we go.
1: <laughs> She's only a stand-up comedian. She doesn't work with microphones. Oh my god, rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, Mike, this is
0: true. it's mean. <laughs> she,
2: she has jerk. people who do that for her. That's yeah, actually, exactly, okay. exactly. It's fucking Jen Kirkman, man.
0: <laughs> I have three. People I travel with. The, I thought you were going to say mic.
1: I have three Netflix specials. <laughs> no, I don't.
0: I only have two.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome. Um. Okay. Little UFO encounter tale. Ooh.
1: Yay, this is from Sarah. It's a little UFO encounter.
0: I hope I didn't give away anything by saying it. who cares. No, hey guys, I was introduced to your show through the totally lame episodes. I love that podcast.
1: Oh yeah. I began listening. Shout out, Elizabeth and Andy. Mm -hmm. I
0: began listening as a fearful disbeliever, but after many days of binging your entire catalog, I'm proud to say you flipped me. Yeah. To the point where I now regularly scare people off by frantically retelling the stories I've heard on your show.
1: Oh, my God. Welcome to the club. We love it.
0: I don't have quite the same calm, cool, and confident delivery you two have.
1: Oh, well, you know, it takes a little bit of practice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk like them. I'm, trying to talk you. I'm writing to you with my dad's story He was a teenager at the time So this would be in the late 60s or early 70s He and his friends were camping just outside of Calgary, Canada Drinking around a fire When they noticed a group of colorful lights in the distance mm. Colorful with a U Because this is oh. Canada Ooh. As they sat there quietly watching The lights began to move closer and closer And eventually hovered over them My dad and his friends, obviously, began to freak out, wondering what the hell it was when the lights suddenly zoomed off at lightning speed to a kilometer or two away and again stopped and hovered. Being teenage boys, they took off running to try and catch up with it in order to get a closer look. But as they were running, the lights zoomed off again and then simply disappeared. Mm. So there you go, a short and sweet one. Hope it's somewhat interesting to you keep up the great work. What was her name? Sarah.
2: Sarah, I got news for you. Your dad was abducted.
0: Get him regressed. Get he lost time get,
2: get him regressed.
1: I don't know if hypnotists are covered by free healthcare in Canada, but you need to get one. For you, your need dad. To get you need
2: to get regressed ASAP. ASAP. It's my favorite.
0: No matter what. Uh, yeah, your son comes to no you. What. I scrape my knee. We're going to get you regressed. You've obviously lost time you on me? the playground. Son,
2: I got news for you.
1: You're abducted. <laughs> <laughs> I need my iPad. That's a new t shirt idea. I got news for you. You were about to. That's a great t shirt -shirt. idea. Uh, (laughs) It's true. Uh, I (laughs) know.
0: It's so funny because I hear something like this and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of teenage guys drinking around a campfire. I'm sure they were doing more than that. But
1: mm-hmm. sucking like yeah. each other's <laughs> no, no. No. Not a
0: circle jerk. I was thinking no. more maybe and some light marijuana cool smoking. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. whatever.
1: Exploring totally. their
0: bodies. Exactly. <laughs> I thought maybe they were smoking pot or something. Maybe some mushrooms.
1: And looking at each other.
3: Oh, boy. Sorry. Sarah. So now I'm like, it's a magical let's time. just say
0: they were high. Yeah. Also, like you can't see a UFO when you're high. Like it can't be both. You know, like I always dismiss these. In fact, I
1: would say absolutely. Getting a little high, like the alcohol with ghosts, yeah, might tune your frequency into seeing some stuff that might you might not be able to see if you weren't. Yeah. So it's like it's the chicken and the egg kind of thing, right? Well, it's it's
0: a weird thing my mind does when I want to dismiss something, but it doesn't mean you can't also experience it. It's true. You
2: know, it's funny. I would. uh, I don't smoke a lot of weed these days uh but you know when i did only about a year ago i would (laughs) i would uh a year is, i would smoke and then i would just i would constantly like first thing i would do is just stare up into the sky you know what i mean and like you know because so often we're just like looking around but no i mean i would like as opposed to just looking around i'd be uh, looking up into the sky and that's and that's when you start to see some like weird things, you know. So yeah, I think uh w- weird things for me is like personally what I saw was just like when I was doing that I'd see these like white kind of dots. They they, they I guess you could call them like white orbs.
1: Well, you you but, had that uh string of time when you were seeing those orange orbs and well, you I only could yeah, filmed those. I only
2: saw the one in, on the oh, Halloween I night. Saw a couple. Uh yeah, no, but the the H- for the majority of them were the the white ones, and they would and they would move like they would zigzag W-E-double across the sky. E-N Weird, but yeah, you can do both. You can get high and see stuff. Definitely. Are
0: you I singing guess. from oh. the Tim Burton movie? Double.
1: No, it's similar, but no, this is a song we learned in school.
0: It's kind of scary. Yeah,
1: it was is scary, a, <laughs> yeah. especially with children's voices. Creepy. Love, double E double, double, N spells Halloween. H. Oh yeah, that is creepy. Really funny. You need to stop that. <laughs> he can't. I was trying that was my that was my <laughs> ethereal <laughs> backup music for your floating orange. Uh, yeah, Do you have a video sure. of this? Yeah, yeah, we put it up on the Instagram. Oh, okay. I should I'll show
2: look. you. I can find it real quick for you. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, Riley, you got one. Yeah, why, you why don't you pass want. over that fun board?
0: Fun. I'm so jealous. Let's
3: see what that patch Maybe we'll. No no, it. No, yeah. no, 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 no.
0: I don't, Do I've already spilled coffee.
3: <laughs> Try hitting one of those buttons. See how it feels. I'm jealous
2: too
0: probably not that
2: cool. No, I know.
1: I feel like I'm trying to fly You're... a UFO. Try it again. You'll get it. You'll learn it.
3: Interface with the board. Ooh, that one's not so fun. This is from Amy. Hi. Hello. Hi, Amy. I was just listening to the Adela Levine interview and I got so excited about her talking about the blue entities that I needed to write this email. I had an experience as a child that I've classified as a dream quote-unquote, even though at the time it felt like I was awake and it was real. All these years later, it does feel dreamlike to remember it. However, listening to Adela talk made me feel a real possibility that it wasn't a dream. I've always remembered this as my Blue Men dream, not to be confused with the Blue Men group, lol. (laughs) This was years before (laughs) they became popular. I was around five or six years old and woke up in the middle of the night and was compelled to go downstairs. It was dark out, and no lights were on, but I remember feeling absolutely no fear or hesitation. I went down to the kitchen, and the room was filled with these beings. They were very tall, humanoid, arms, legs, heads, and had blue skin. Not bright blue, but like a natural lighter blue. I remember... Sorry. No, yeah, totally (laughs) I was thinking the same thing (laughs) I remember thinking their skin was a different texture than ours Thicker, tougher, rougher maybe I remember thinking they had no gender and no clothes and no hair But that none of that was weird to me Also, they had no mouths But I remember understanding they spoke telepathically They spoke to each other using their minds And they spoke to me this way as well I remember it all being very calm and safe-feeling They gave me a pleasant feeling of being watched, but not like in a creepy way. More like when you're playing at a playground and you know your mom is nearby. One of them sat down and I sat in their lap and all I remember is them telling me that I was okay. That I was safe and taken care of and that's it. That's all I remember. After listening to Adela, I wonder if more information was passed on to me at this time. I just haven't unlocked it yet. Anyways, great podcast. Thank you guys. You've got to Bryce, you <laughs> gotta get regressed. You gotta get regressed. What else shit. is there to say? <laughs> is
0: it well? First of all, even if it was a dream, that can't still real. If that makes sense. Yeah, this experience. Whoa,
1: Absolutely, she's she's totally. that's one a one crazy story.
0: Isn't isn't that lady from the séance episode? Yeah, Adela Levine. That's
1: who was referring to. Oh, the okay. The, the blue. Yeah, things? yeah. Also, Michael,
3: Whoa. great work on that score there. Yeah, that was amazing. Turns out.
1: Riley's not that talented. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see? Oh. Should
3: have never given him that board. I'm voice. kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, only pre-programmed the whole brilliant. thing, so you could just push it. random <laughs> buttons.
1: You know, I wonder
3: if I we will get to- I can you're, you're brilliant. <laughs> not we kidding, will it's get, it's get to telepathically
0: <laughs> communicating. I mean, we already do in some ways, really close to someone you can kind of- Absolutely. I can't wait for that.
2: Absolutely. That's It's great for the quiet car in Amtrak. No mouths. People what?
0: still talk to it. You know.
2: What did yeah. you say
1: that you, th- that you made you think of? What did you say? I missed what you said. Oh, plié. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. The what are those? Like a, a group of alien entities from the the Pleiades star system that are. Oh. Um, Blue in nature, and they're often described as very beautiful. And they're super chill, super chill. Those the good, they're the good ones. Yeah,
1: (laughs)
0: I'd love
1: them to be real. I'm not saying they're not.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Man, sat on an alien's lap.
2: Crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little jealous of Amy. That's good. That's a great
1: story. I think we should end there. We've got some more, but if you didn't hear your story today, you'll hear it on a future episode. Uh, Guys, thank you so much for writing in. We love you. Uh, Oh, and I want to give a shout. out. I meant to do this last week uh, to Brett Lynch for up. Updating our logo. Yes. It's beautiful. Absolutely. It's been up now for a couple weeks, uh, but we want to thank Brett. If you're listening, thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much to our guest, Jen Kirkman, of wow. two so weeks amazing. in a row. Thanks, we Jen. love thank it. You. Thanks, thank you so much Jen. We for love coming. you. Uh, now you can't be on the podcast for at least another year or until... You have your UFO experience. I'm just kidding. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, I, was say. So I
0: Everyone, you'll have a break from me after this. We don't break. need one.
1: Um, we
2: want more Jen Kirkman.
1: Go to jenkirkman.com to find out what her tour dates are. You can get on her email list there. Don't bug her on Twitter. All the information is on her website. <laughs> uh, check out her two Netflix specials. And also be sure to follow her podcast, I Seem Fun, Di- the Diary of Jen Kirkman. Uh yeah. and if you are a listener of that podcast and have found us through Jen, thank you. And thank you for giving us a second chance.
0: Yeah, write them an email. Yeah,
1: yeah. Come on. yeah. Write us an email with your story. We What's your you? email? Bigfoot Collectors Club at gmail dot com. Okay.
3: Exactly. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's that. Then that's huh? it. Let's zip uh, up this mailbag. We gotta and end this, head head this out one. Of town.
1: Mm. I gotta get regressed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>